0: bitcoin. It's going up forever
1: You're against bitcoin, you're against freedom.
2: Yo! Good morning. We are back. It is Monday, December 11th. Fresh off Las Vegas. Unconfiscatable was amazing. I got a great show for you guys, but before we get into all that, Ray Dalio is saying the quiet part out loud, guys, like the U.S. has a debt problem and even the billionaires of the world are talking about it now. They're they're on the Bitcoin signal. He basically even said what Greg Foss says every single day, like it's 11th grade math, guys, that this is unfeasible. If a individual is running their balance sheet like the U.S. was, they would be absolutely broke. And yet, somehow it works when a country does it. Obviously, it's because they have the money printer. But, oh man, the TLDR is obviously Bitcoin fixes this. And it's only a matter of time until they start talking about it. Of course, they're not really incentivized to talk about this because, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're probably stacking some Bitcoin on the back end. Until then, they are uh, definitely in the treasuries. They're definitely investing in uh, a not-so-friendly country to the yes, especially Ray Dalio. But hey, that's not the hero now. We're going to talk about the problem we see, we constantly tell you about. It's, if you're in America, actually, if you're in any country with fiat, you have a debt problem. and You need to find a way. You need to find a solution. And of course, Bitcoin is that solution. Bitcoin fixes this, and it's only a matter of time that the Dalios of the world fully embrace Bitcoin. It's only a matter of time till... Every individual in the world embraces Bitcoin. And then on uh, another news story, Google quietly changed its quote unquote crypto ads guidelines in a preemptive move to allow advertisements for crypto coin trusts like a Bitcoin ETF. A Super subtle move, but I would say a a real huge significant development from Google being very cautious in regards to crypto advertisements. Of course, we all know it's Bitcoin, not crypto, but I think we are seeing the writing on the wall win Bitcoin ETF. It's probably going to happen sooner than later. So welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture and mimetic warfare. And I bring on Bitcoiners from all around the world, from the biggest names to the everyday Bitcoiner. And today is no exception and we will be your guide through the separation of money and state. I am super hyped to bring on my first guest. He actually he's technically co-hosting today, which is going to be super lit. And then I have a, a special guest that's crashing the show today. So, let's start with our first guest. Tatum turn up. What's up, do?
3: What it do, baby? <laughs>
2: yeah guys uh I don't know if you know who tatum is uh simply Bitcoin between two a six now i I think we have merged but Tatum and I was joking when I said this, but I'm gonna troll him anyways Tatum's funny online, but he is ten times funnier in person this guy is an animal I love tatum turn up he's i i say i wait are 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 we friends now I think we're friends now I think we're actually we friends now I think we're boys. Are- I think so, too. Well, guys, we we had uh, too much fun in Vegas, and now we're going to have some fun online. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but apparently Tatum got too turned up and (laughs) lost a very uh, special piece of his costume. And uh, look who showed up with that piece of costume. We got Chris Alamo in the (laughs) (laughs) building. Look at this guy. What up? Come and take
4: it. I took it. I'm just saying maybe we had too much fun in Vegas and Opti, Tatum, and I are all paying the piper, but uh, hey, we had a blast.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guys, I got a great show for you guys. You already know Chris fills in with us. Absolute goat. What? Wait, what were you telling me your intro is? Uh, Bitcoiner friend. And I, I forget what it was now. I, I forget
4: bunk buddy you know we we, uh crashing together in hotel rooms
2: (laughs) yes yes all right guys let's get into the show we're we're already having too much fun but we're here to give you some signal so let's start it now
1: the bitcoin numbers is your bitcoin in cold storage really secure is your seed phrase really secure stamp seeds do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper don't store your generational wealth on paper not allowing you to huddle your bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul stamp your seed on stamp
2: seed let's go guys scan the qr code make sure your seed phrase is not In your sock drawer on a piece of paper and then guys uh you're you're trolling me in the chat already uh first and foremost i'm back home so the visuals are off a little bit second i I'm not sure if i lost my voice in vegas but i definitely lost my brain so might be mumbling a little too much here anyways psa aside let's get to clark's moody's dashboard and of course we always start with the block height man current block height of 820734 The Bitcoin price is at 41610 Wow, I guess we dumped a little bit. Look at that. The sats per dollar, a.k.a. how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar, a.k.a. how much your dollar is worth in Bitcoin, is 2,403 sats. And for the bits maxis in the back, 240 bits. The total percentage of Bitcoin that will ever be issued is 93.17%. The market cap of Bitcoin in fiat terms is $814.2 billion. The realized monetary inflation taking Fiat currencies, the school, is currently at 1.75%. The Bitcoin versus gold market cap is at 6.08%. Man, we're not even at 10% of gold's market cap. And you guys are bearish. I, couldn't be me, can't relate. Anyways, the total public lightning capacity is currently at 5,030.01 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days, it's been going crazy, man. 452.3 exahashes. The pending fees, is uh, it's getting a little... It's getting a little uh, clear out there. I think we were hitting like 23 over the weekend. It's currently at 12.72 BTC. The blocks to halving is currently 19,266 blocks to the halving. And as of today, we may be hitting that meme number for the halving of April 20th, 2024. You would love to see it. Well, guys, all right. As I was saying, you know, we talk about this constantly on the show. We, we always pinpoint what we think is the problem. It's the money printer, guys. The fact that we are constantly printing too much money has gotten not only the US, but every country around the world in a place where it's almost like they have to keep printing to keep this game going. And at a certain point, it will blow up. Now, are we there yet? We don't know. This is why we tell you constantly to stack Bitcoin, protect yourself because the people in power are drunk with the money printer. They have to continue to print money to keep the game going. You guys know how Keynesian economics works. They got to keep the floodgates going or else it's going to blow up. Well, as I always say, you know, when we say it, yeah, there's some weight to it. But when the billion dollars of the world, you know, billionaires, the Ray Dalios of the world talk about the problem, it seems to hold more weight to the average person. And this is what we constantly try to do here on the show is bring you the receipts, continue to incept the ideas of freedom, continue to show you that the fact that they are printing more money is making us all poorer, and you need to protect yourself. And of course, so many people talk about the problem, but very few ever touch on the solution. And we know what the solution is. It's simply Bitcoin. Anyways, we got a video here of Ray Dalio on Squawk Box. And Ray Dalio says the U.S. debt problem is nearing an inflection point from where things could even get worse. And of course, you got to opt out with Bitcoin. This is what we tell you all the time. But hey, man, when Ray Dalio says it, I think people listen to it. Of course, he isn't on the point that Bitcoin fixes this yet. But he knows what the problem is. And again, I say it all the time. We know what the problem is, but very few people know the solution. So let's watch this video, guys. And there's so much sauce in here. It hits the nail on the head.
0: Oops, let me
2: turn
0: this up. That if we're going to have a, a soft landing, that maybe people are going to feel more comfortable holding as much debt as we do and that the rates are not going to you know, blow no, through the roof. No, I think we're talking about the short term uh, as very distinct from the longer term. Um, the short term we just talked about, the longer term is that we are at a point in which we are borrowing money to pay debt service. And there is a process by which, when, when you keep having debt growth faster than income growth, then that means that you have debt service encroaching on your spending. And it's the same for the government as it is for us. And as that happens, and you want to keep spending at the same level, there is the need to get more and more into debt. And the way that works, it's like a, it, it, it accelerates. We are at the point of that acceleration, which creates the supply-demand problem. And it's made worse by the other issues that we're talking about. uh, The internal political issue, the internal social conflict issue uh, there is something that is affecting foreign demand for for bonds. About 40% of our debt uh, is sold to foreigners. And so there is a concern of the American politics, of, 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 of the controlling of this debt crisis, and these types of things. So we come back to the same basic question. How good, how strong are we going to be? When we talk about strong, what, what I mean is also economically strong. And economically strong means financially strong. That means it's just a basic thing. Financial, financially strong means do you earn more than you spend? and Do you have a good income statement as a country? Do we have a good income statement? And do we have a good balance sheet? More assets than we have liabilities. The worse that gets, the more we are going to have that long-term problem. And it's just, you can see it in the numbers. It's just a matter of numbers. We are near that inflection point.
2: Dude, he sounds like a big corner, guys. Like, he, even though Ray Dalio, uh, you know, hits the nail on the head about foreigners buying our treasuries and him being extremely invested in China, and he, I think he even said it a few times, like we need to move towards like a China model. He hits the nail on the head, guys. People are dropping U.S. treasuries. People don't want U.S. debt because it's going parabolic. And I have a chart here, and we brought this up on the show a lot, uh, like I don't know how many times at this point. But federal debt held by the public, nineteen hundreds to twenty fifty. And uh, it's going absolutely nuclear, guys. It's going exponential. And this is, remember, this is a chart that the Fed dropped themselves about the projected amount of debt that the U.S. will have to print to continue to keep the wheels on the game. And you can see here, you know, World War One peak, the pandemic peak, and we're what? We're somewhere in here. Uh, maybe they backed off a little bit, but even in their numbers, the projected peak is going absolutely nuclear. It's it's actually scary how high the debt will have to go to continue the game as it is, and it just blows my mind that people don't see the problem. And just to give you guys one good visual before I move over to Tatum and Chris, I had my friend CJ show me this, and and when you see it this way. It, it just, it's so, so clear. So, I'm over here at usdebtclock.org. You can see it. U.S. National Debt at $33.9 trillion. We're almost at $34 trillion. And you can see it just constantly going up. And a Debt Per Citizen, $100,884. And the number that usually gets lost on people is this number in green, the U.S. federal tax revenue. And you can see that uh, it's nowhere near the amount of debt that the U.S. has. There's no way that we can cover this debt by the taxes paid. And the the only way this is going to work is them printing more money. And you can see revenue per citizen, $13,171 that people pay in taxes. And uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, you know, 100K is a lot more than 13K. There's no way out of this. They have to continue to print money. And, guys, all this means for us is we are all getting broker by holding U.S. debt. Now, imagine if you were running your life the same way the U.S. government was. If you were 100 k in debt, but you're only making $13,000 a year, uh, how would you survive? It wouldn't be possible. But then you go out and the politicians are telling you, this is feasible. We can continue to do this for as long as we need to. And it's just absolutely ludicrous. The Keynesian economics model is broken, or rather, it is working as designed, and you are getting poorer because of it. Now, I know what I did. I've opted out. I'm, I'm a Bitcoiner. I save in Bitcoin. This is how I know I will protect myself and my family. It's just crazy that now we have billionaires saying the Bitcoin signal, and it's only a matter of time until they start saying the B word. Until then, we will show up every single day and always point this back towards, it is simply Bitcoin, guys. This is the solution, and that's the only way. Anyways, uh, Tatum, I think you were trying to jump in. What's up, bro? So if I had $100,000 in debt,
3: and I only made $13,000. There's a very simple solution. Take out another credit card to pay off the debt. Because, I mean, the U.S. has been doing that. It's almost sad because the level of incompetency here, like, we always get ragged on for the ADIQ, 13% of us are psychopath or whatever it is. I don't even remember, but, like, it's ridiculous because... People are actually doing this in higher places of power that are affecting us. It's actually insane. So, uh, like Opti, Opti out with Bitcoin. That was stupid. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Let's get a uh, not an ADIQ take from Chris, because uh, I know Tatum and I are the ADIQ Bitcoiners for sure confirmed. So, Chris, what is your thoughts on all this stuff? You think Ray Dalio stacking or is he like, I actually, I want to ask you on, on like kind of a more political view. Like, what is the... Like, what is the reason you think that Dalio is even saying this quiet part out loud? Because there's got to be a reason. And it's not just that he's concerned about it. Like, what is he doing? What's your thoughts on this?
4: Uh, I think uh, maybe not the 80 IQ, but definitely like 85 maybe. So just generously slightly (laughs) higher. Uh, no, on a more serious note, I think Dalio is Dalio is very smart. He's obviously had a track record of over forty years running Bridgewater Associates of getting very high returns, beating the S and P five hundred. Uh, he's kind of famous for the all weather portfolio, kind of hedging his positions with bonds, uh, you know, equities, uh, gold, other positions such as real estate. Uh, I think Ray Dalio is kind of saying the quiet part out loud and kind of signaling to uh, higher or or smarter investors like, hey, like this debt cycle is coming to an end. Uh, You know, I saw a clip of Alan Greenspan. He was chairman of the Federal Reserve from 1987 to 2006. And Alan Greenspan is famous of, you know, kind of putting us in the bind of obviously the mortgage-backed securities, obviously when the 2008 financial crisis occurred. And Ben Bernanke was actually the new chairman of the Fed then. They actually brought in Alan Greenspan as a consultant to help with this. Obviously, we were in financial straits and it looked like the world was collapsing. But Alan Greenspan is famous for saying the U.S. can always pay its debt. What he's really saying is, and he even said it, is we can print our own currency to pay our debts. Um, so even worse than taking out another credit card is like uh, to, to pay your debts. If you're the people that can issue the credit cards, you don't even need to ask permission of another bank or another financial institution. When you're just like, "Yo, <coughs> uh, new credit card. No one wants to give me a loan. Joke's on you. Reverse Uno card. You know, I can fucking make my own credit card to pay my own bills." Uh, But there's repercussions to people that hold dollars, uh, the, the citizens of the United States, or people that hold the debt. Obviously, you're getting devalued if you hold the debt, such as foreign nations, or if you're citizens that hold the currency, you get fucked over with the money printing. So basically, the only beneficiaries of this money printing policy are the politicians The cantillionaires that are closer to the money printer or the people that are spending recklessly and they don't have to pay the piper. Uh, But yeah, I know that's just my two sats. I think Ray Dalio is trying to warn investors uh, without saying maybe Bitcoin, the B word, but trying to warn people to position themselves. Um, And we see Bitcoin as the best position to be in. But I think he's trying to warn uh, investors and people that follow him.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what that's like. What the takeaway was for me as well It's like, who is Ray Dalio signaling to right now? Because, again, like look, XX said it right here in the chat. Like this guy has investors to answer to, and they cannot hide behind the Fed BS anymore, or they lose their jobs and wealth. And we're seeing this happen in real time. And it's actually very interesting. I think we were having this conversation over the weekend where the the breakaway from what the federal government is saying and from wall street like they're not really in tag team tandem anymore one of them's trying to save their ass and the other one's like "Yo, we can continue to print money and uh who cares who doesn't like it and we're just like wow we are really getting into some crazy crazy economic times right now and of course we always say you need to protect yourself jump in chris
4: yeah, I, I was gonna say too. Like, I know historically, over the last forty years, we see when times get tough, you know, they lower interest rates, they print more money, and you know, we haven't seen we in the U.S. We have not seen a lot of inflation. But I do think Dalio's kind of priming us, and he's talked about. It, someone else was saying uh, he's been writing about it for years in the Changing World Order, which is a great book as well. But he was kind of uh, reiterating that. Or or even Joe Carlosari or other people on Twitter have been saying, what happens if they lower interest rates, but then inflation keeps running hot? You you know, after bringing it up, inflation's still hot, and then they try and lower interest rates and print more money, but then it doesn't get the effect that they see. You know, I know in Bitcoin we always talk about, you know, oh you're buying, and then all of a sudden it dumps, or you're like, oh like maybe I should sell, and then it starts ripping. So it's kind of uh, the markets move in things that cause the most amount of pain, and, and I think that that may be coming. and kind to your point, Opti, like calling the fiat uh, the BS Fed put. Like we might be getting to a point where you know things don't operate the way that we have seen them historically, especially over the last forty to fifty years.
2: Dude, that's so terrifying. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, all right, guys. Before we move on to the news for the day, of course, you got to come hang out with us in Nashville, July twenty fifth, twenty seventh, in twenty twenty four. We are taking over Nashville, and you can get a promo code of simply. So guys, I know, I know you're going to FOMO into the conference. You guys yell at us constantly about the prices are so high. Well, these are the cheapest they're going to be, and you already know you want to be there. Because it happens every single time. I'm sure you're FOMOing. I I'm sure you can hear my voice being completely destroyed because of too much fun at Unconfiscatable. Well, I am sure Nashville is going to be even more fun. So I am super excited. We go run, run, run it back.
4: We go run it back. We go run it back. Nashville's never gonna be the same, boys. You thought Vegas was torn up.
2: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you know you want to be there. Anyways, let's get into today's news story. The daily news.
1: I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Foundation Devices. It's self custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone so you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at FoundationDevices.com bitcoin only open source verifiable completely air gap security model gorgeous design craft premium grade materials if you're thinking about getting your bitcoin off exchanges this is the one for you check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more
2: all right, guys, I have yet to yell at Nico because don't think about taking your Bitcoin off the exchanges. Scan the QR code and take your Bitcoin off the exchanges today. I don't know if you guys have been seeing, but we're, we're starting to see it get a little frothy out there and price movement. I think I, I should have maybe covered that this morning. Uh, over the weekend, I think Robinhood had trouble withdrawing their Bitcoin and stuff. So guys, take your Bitcoin into custody. This is the way. This is how you protect yourself. Do not trust these people. Anyways, Let's get into this news, guys. So, we've been covering this for a while. I know I'm I'm already hearing Yellow yell at me about, you know, oh, everything's macro now. Opti, why you always talk about macro? Well, this is where we are, guys. This is the point of the movie where Bitcoin is maturing. For better or worse, the institutional worlds are wanting Bitcoin adoption, not because they really want to. It's because their clients are asking them to. And we've been kind of speculating on when the Bitcoin ETF will be approved. Will all 12 of those ETFs be approved at the same time? Will BlackRock get favor and get approved first? No one really knows, but we have been seeing some more grumblings, and we kind of have a rough idea of when a Bitcoin spot ETF will be approved. I know I, I I keep hearing Tone Vase tell me and Nico that, oh, Gary Gensler will never approve a spot Bitcoin ETF while he's in office. And. And then everyone else, you know, we're having some people, some analysts from Bloomberg. We have Joe Collisari. He's all kind of the flip side. He's like, I think it's either going to be January or it's going to be March that a spot Bitcoin ETF will approve. Of course, we're kind of speculating here. We have no idea. But we did see some interesting news happen. It actually happened last week and none of us caught it until this week. But it just goes to show that. Uh, maybe it's going to happen a lot quicker than we even know. And it might be in January of Q1 of 2024. And the new story that dropped was Google quietly revising their quote-unquote crypto ad rules ahead of expected Bitcoin ETF launch. Beginning in January, I have all the dates for you and stuff, Google plans to allow the advertising of crypto trusts, including regulated financial products like the expected Bitcoin ETFs. And I'm reading over here from Bitcoin Mag because they did a great breakdown of this. So, in a subtle yet significant move, Google has quietly adjusted its crypto ad guidelines ahead of the anticipated launch of a Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. Beginning January 29th, 2024, again, beginning January 29th, 2024, the search giant revised policy will permit advertisers offering cryptocurrency coin trust. quote, unquote, targeting the United States provided they meet specific requirements and gain Google certification. This development marks a notable shift from Google's historically cautious stance toward cryptocurrency-related advertisements. The company had previously imposed embargoes on all manner of crypto ads, citing concerns about potential fraud and misleading promotions. However, as the Bitcoin landscape evolves and gains mainstream acceptance, Google appears to be re-collaborating its approach. The updated guidelines specifically address financial products that enable investors to trade shares and trusts holding substantial amounts of digital currency. This signals a recognition of the growing popularity and legitimacy of such investment vehicles within the financial system. And as we were saying, as of December, there are 10 companies competing to launch the first spot Bitcoin ETF. And the move demonstrates a more nuanced enforcement strategy for Google. Rather than immediately suspending accounts for policy violations, Google will issue warnings at least seven days before any potential account suspension. And the other up- Updates were announced last week, December six, but really only gained widespread attention this morning, Monday morning. Um, so it still remains to see what the how these policies will take shape. But I do have the official announcement over here. And you can see I'm on Google support.google.com and you can see updates to cryptocurrencies and related products policy, December, 2023, Google provides translated, or uh, not that one in January, 2024, Google will update the cryptocurrencies and related products policy to clarify the scope and requirements for the advertisement of cryptocurrency coin trusts. beginning January 29th, 2024 advertisers offering cryptocurrency coin trusts targeting the United States may advertise those products and services within, or when they Meet the following requirements and are certified by Google. Cryptocurrency coin trust example is non-exhaustive. Financial products that allow investors to trade shares and trust holding large pools of digital currency. As a reminder, we expect all the advertisers to comply with the local laws of colors. Yada yada yada. Anyways, of course, at this point, it's just kind of some uh, some speculating. We are seeing that uh, they are looking to maybe approve this ETF. We have these numbers over here. We have James C. Fart, Of course, look, maybe our tinfoils hat's on and we're like, yo, does Google know something that the rest of the market doesn't know? Or do they just see the writing on the wall and they know it's going to happen soon enough? But I think the date's Roughly being around the same time is some signal out here that we are probably going to get a spot Bitcoin ETF the beginning of next year. And if that happens, man, 2024 is going to be absolutely crazy. Again, I got James C. Part over here and we brought these tweets up a while ago. You can see this was November 28th. And he goes, update, wow, SEC went super early on Franklin. They weren't due for another decision until January 1st. Notably, Franklin is the only issuer who didn't submit an updated S1 yet. But the reason I want to bring this tweet up right here is because you can see some of the dates. And January 1st was one of the important dates. We see January 15th, 14th, that a lot of these ETFs are at least going to have their third deadline. Will we see these delayed going into the, you know, middle of the year we'll see but this one that james uh Far posted This tweet goes, okay, this delay on hashtags all but confirmed for me that this was likely a move to line every applicant up for potential approval by the January 10th, 2024 deadline. And again, jumping in a little more with Joe he goes, the Franklin Bitcoin spot ETF, and this was the end of November, comment period now extends until January 3rd. The SEC typically reviews comments for at least two to three weeks. Therefore, although it's not guaranteed, this increases the probability of a March approval. January is still likely that the favorite, though. So, not only do we have Joe Carlissari, or you know James Seifer, or every other Bloomberg analyst out there saying the same thing that we're probably going to see an ETF mid-June or mid-January, maybe early March-ish. It's still Q1 is looking like when a spot Bitcoin ETF will get approved. But I think now that we're seeing Google basically open the floodgates for advertisements uh, roughly around the same time, I don't know, maybe I'm speculating, maybe I'm seeing between the lines because, you know, one little move by Google probably wouldn't be much signal. But the fact that all the dates are pointing towards roughly the same time period I think we're going to see a very beautiful, beautiful green candle by Q1 of 2024. And on a little tidbit before I pass it over here to Chris, because you you dropped something in the private chat, so I wanna I wanna let you jump in on that. Uh, I asked Terence and Sam Callahan. Buzz from Swan over the weekend, we were at the news desk, and I asked him, is the spot Bitcoin ETF approval going to be a sell-the-news type scenario? And they were kind of like, no, I think uh, think people are going to get absolutely wrecked if they think that when the ETF gets approved that we're going to see a sell-off. And it always begs the question, is this time different? I don't know, guys. It seems like this time might be different. But what do I know? I just keep stacking. This is the way. Just make sure you are stacking Bitcoin, taking it into custody. But we are seeing that these institutions are being forced by their clients' hands to get exposure to Bitcoin. And you just love to see it. It just means that, High net worth individuals out there want exposure to Bitcoin. And of course, they want to do it legally. And so here we are. We're probably going to see a spot Bitcoin ETF roughly around Q1 of 2024. And uh, you're still front running the institutions, guys. So continue to stack. Don't take your gas off the foot. This is the way. And of course, take custody of your Bitcoin. Anyways, Chris, what what is this? Uh, what's this link here? Let me pull it for you. What do you what do you got? Yeah. Here?
4: If you want to leave all of us up as well, and then pull up the link. But I was to say, first thing, don't sell your Bitcoin to Fidelity, BlackRock, State Street, you you name it. You don't don't sell those things to them. Keep your Bitcoin in cold storage, and even when they're screaming for higher prices, uh, it's the separation of money and state. And you want to hang along for the ride. Uh, Opti, are you able to pull up the thing? Okay. Uh, yeah. Go to holders and scroll down. Uh, you were actually on it. Scroll down a little bit on here.
2: Uh, okay. Down. Okay. Okay. Holders. No, no, no. All right.
4: Yep. Scroll down. All right, so right now, we were, you are were talking about Google changing their ad policies, uh, talking about how they're now allowed to advertise on Google or you know YouTube mainly. Well, look at the top three holders of Google stock is Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street. And then obviously, even if you scroll down a little bit further, there's JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, North Trust uh, Corporations, T. Rowe Price. The point here is obviously uh, they have large, uh, the shareholders or the largest shareholders of Google stock are these companies that are all trying to buy or have a special interest in getting the Bitcoin ETF approved. So. And while we've seen over the last five to six years, Google like hamp down on ads, give strikes to channels, ban channels, remove channels for, for live streams. Obviously, now the tides are changing and the narrative's changing and they have incentives and they can apply, apply pressure to Google and their executive teams or they're even on the board and they're able to make these changes that basically be like, hey, we're going to loosen up our ad guidelines because we want ads to go in that are saying buy my ETF on your platform because we're the largest shareholder. If you don't do this, we will sell our shares, cause you guys the price to go down and force executives out or get rid of people. So, you know, obviously stocks are a shit coin and there is perverse incentives by doing so, where even if Michael Saylor has over 174,000 Bitcoin, he does not control the network. He does not uh, put whatever Opti, myself or Tatum use as our nodes. And there's no way for him to force a change. That is not the case with with stocks and bonds and things of that nature, that you can apply pressure through... um, trying to force changes by, you know, threatening people's jobs if the stock price drops. Um, So yeah, I I just wanted to point that out that the largest shareholders of uh, Google and most uh, (coughs) S&P is, is, you know, Vanguard, BlackRock, and then, you know, a large corporation such as JPMorgan Chase, State Street, um, and uh, and Morgan Stanley. So uh, yeah, the the ilk and the like, uh, they are trying to force investors into doing certain things by pressuring them withholding their stock.
2: Yeah, no, and I love it. And, and, uh, like great, great. That's why I knew when Chris was like, let me pop in for a moment with the vest and troll Tatum. I'm like, nah, dude, hang out for a little bit. Cause, uh, this guy is not an ADIQ Bitcoiner to say the least. But anyways, one of the things that I think gets lost on people all the time, they're always like, uh, you know, Larry Fink, he's just like a greedy, evil man, and that he's trying to come into Bitcoin and control it. And, you know, I'm not saying that that isn't a possibility, but what I usually say is like, guys, he is greedy just like everyone else. And he wants to make a profit. And he sees the writing on the wall that there is a lot of profit to be made. And of course, he has shareholders and they want to make profits. And so, again, Bitcoin's incentives are pure. And if we can't handle a Larry Fink, then what are we really doing here? And I just think that, hey, they all want to see the same thing. They all want to make some profits. Of course, we do not advocate for you guys to hold the spot Bitcoin ETF because I would say it's paper Bitcoin. And we saw what paper Bitcoin has done to the market, you know, after the FTX Celsius Voyager uh, BlockFi debacles. So you do not want to be holding paper Bitcoin, but we just know that, I think uh, as the meme has been running around, maybe uh, it's not BlackRock that's going to bring Bitcoin down and it's Bitcoin that brings BlackRock down. So, hey, we can only hope. We can only hope. Yes, uh, bull tarted for life, guys. So just keep stacking. And and like XX always says, man, I think people underestimate how huge of a move adding Bitcoin to corporate treasuries really is. And the spot Bitcoin ETF maybe is a little, just a little, you know, a little blimp in the amount of capital that gets into Bitcoin. But once we see more people adopting the Naïve Bukele or the Michael Saylor strategy, like, this is going to get so crazy. It's going to get absolutely nuclear. And you have an opportunity to stack now, guys. Continue to stack. Anyways, Tatum, what's your thoughts on this? Are you going to go full? uh, We're talking macro. What's your thoughts on this?
3: No, I'm of the party, the minority party that doesn't like can't make up a decision on my opinion on etf also just want to preface like every seven minutes my wi-fi is going out for like five seconds so if i just freeze give me five seconds and i will be back but anyway um i don't like i'm obviously a bitcoin maxi. i'm not a invest in this trust maxi i'm not a profit maxi i'm a sovereignty maxi if you could say that um and i think that i mean obviously this is going to be good for i guess value of bitcoin that you front run you know these these large uh corporations and entities but at the same time like like you said paper bitcoin that's the main thing that i think about because we've seen how much paper bitcoin was basically artificially inflating prices with FTX Um, and it's it's not it it scares me a little bit but also I still don't give a shit at the same time so um, I don't know I I I also think on the specifically on the ads part I think that this is an interesting development because we're going to see a lot of uh, tightening on I guess regulations and rules with crypto advertising because Look at the past couple of big advertisements for like FTX, Celsius, any of these big crypto exchanges that have had insane controversy for like the Super Bowl uh, sponsorships for arenas and, and stuff like that. Like, it, it's a very it, it shows that these these companies are looking in the right direction. That like taking away from trading shit coins to you know talking about you know trust etfs all that good stuff that i mean i say good stuff but it, relatively speaking so i don't know it's going to be a very interesting next no honestly it's just going to be every interest it's going to be a very interesting day after day after day starting from basically right here i think I, we don't know what's going to happen and we won't know until after it happens and no one you can make all the predictions in the world and it's not going to be right that's that's I don't
2: know shit about fuck, basically. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Actually, uh, a little tidbit, uh, and it, I don't think it has anything to do with this. But when I was in the airport, um, I, I was seeing like GBTC ads, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. pretty interesting." Like, and I was gonna tweet about it, but then it's like, nah, like, I, I'm not gonna tweet about this." But now that we have this, you know, news that we all missed, uh, it's just. I don't know. I was seeing all kinds of Bitcoin crypto ads in the airports and stuff. And I'm like, all right, either, you know, Barry's out here just trying to front run the ETFs and get people on GBTC or like, what is going on? It feels like this FOMO cycle is going to be absolutely crazy and I, I see, like, you know, I still see some shitcoin companies sponsoring, like, like I think blockchain.com sponsors uh, the Cowboys Stadium. I sell it on television and stuff. And it's like, what, I, does crypto.com still have their stadium? Like, Crypto, Yeah, well,
3: I don't know if they have the stadium, but they definitely still have some sort of UFC or MMA. I can't remember what exactly it is they have, but they need to get wiped out. I didn't know that they still existed.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. So it's just, I think, well, you're, I think you hit the nail on the head, Tatum. But jump in, Chris. I, I saw you wanted to chime in here.
4: No, yeah. Uh, speaking of crypto.com, they've kind of like gone under the radar. Like FTX <laughs> Finance getting sued. We're like, we are just keep doing our shit, you know, not hey, just
3: avoiding it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, stay out the limelight right here. You know what I'm
4: saying? <laughs> Well, while, while Gary Gensler's throwing strays, he's like, ah, I'm just not
3: here, you
2: know? <laughs> it's the Homer meme going into the hedges, just like disappear. Yep, exactly. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Well, before we get into the culture, and, and cultures today is going to be a fun one. Uh, shouts out to the boys at Kaboom Racks. We hung out with them all weekend. You buy, sell, or host your ASICs with them at Kaboom Racks. Get in touch with my boy, Alex. He will, you know, if you've been thinking about buying an ASIC... Get in touch Doing with him. It. Yeah, like well, maybe uh, he's maybe we'll time you in not
4: to buy one. Yeah, but exactly. that's why He's a great salesman or a basketball. Exactly. I'm not
3: sure. He is Wait, the Chris, Is the is the Kaboom Rack sticker still on the back of the vest? Oh yeah, you know it.
2: There you go. Kaboom <laughs> There we go. They also have the best guerrilla marketing team out there because they just tag the Kaboom Rack stickers everywhere. But also, also uh, man, I'm just super excited to. Bring on the Kaboom Racks, guys. We, we're we going to schedule it for you guys so you guys can come on, ask them their questions live. I love these guys, man. And so th- these guys are just good Bitcoiners, but good people in general. So get in touch with Kaboom Racks. Go jump in their Telegram group, t.me slash Kaboom Racks. And I already kind of know what this next conversation is on culture, and it's going to be a little bit mining heavy. So if you've been thinking about getting into the game, guys, uh, we're going to add some more sauce on the euphoria. All right, let's get into the culture.
3: The Daily Culture.
1: Brought to you by Swan Bitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today.
2: All right, guys. Oops. Well, forgive my uh, parents' dogs in the background. It might be getting picked up right now, but... uh Guys, we just got back from Las Vegas and I thought this was just going to be Tatum and I kind of shooting the shit. And so I was going to troll him out a little bit. I, I know uh, there may be a, uh, a simply Bitcoin between two ASICs coming up. I, I may or may not have said some pretty li- ludicrous things on it. Uh, so maybe, I don't know. I, now that I have Chris here as well, I was just going to kind of tee up Tatum, but I'll give you the same question, Chris. is like... Uh, you know, as much as we don't really talk about Bitcoin when you're at these conversations, you just talk about everything else besides Bitcoin. Uh, what was one of your favorite conversations, whether on the stage or off the stage? So let's go with Tatum first. What's your favorite combo? It could have been a presentation or it could have just been shooting the shit with people.
3: Well, I think you might know which one was my favorite of sitting next to you. The public versus private mining. debate. Yes. Oh, my gosh. that I, I went back and watched that while I was in the airport. But. You had um, uh, Hottel tarantula and uh Bob. Um, I called him Bob Barker earlier.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> no, Bob, <laughs> Burnett, Bob that. Burnett. Bob, Bob Burnett. Bob Um, and then and they were on the private side. And then you
2: I think it was Ben Gagnon and, uh T- can remember his name, but
3: uh, clean, clean smart. Yeah, and Timo yeah. Um, on the public. side. I think it's side. Tony.
2: Like, I forget, but they killed it.
3: Taylor, Taylor, yeah. Timo. Oh, Taylor. and Ben Gagnon. Yeah, yeah. And Nico was uh, Nico was the the moderator and it went over time and no one cared because it was just absolutely insane. Like there were some there were some like bars dropped right there. Um, and I think that both sides brought up good points. It's something even as like a Bitcoin miner myself, I have not thought too much about that kind of dichotomy, but it it they both brought up really good points on. I think that I think the public and private need to coexist for different reasons, but um, I'm, I'm definitely kind of biased towards the private side of things because uh, Bob always gives the analogy of rabbits, horses, and elephants, where rabbits reproduce very quickly. They can move around very quickly. Horses, uh, and then I'll say elephants, they don't reproduce quickly. They don't move around. Horses are kind of in between there, and I'm a rabbit. If the U.S. is like, hey, no more mining in Colorado. All right, I'm going somewhere else um and you know large large corporations can't do that very quickly uh they may be able to do that in the long run also they may not be able to do that too uh but it, the the cop the conversation around are they good for adoption or not was very interesting because quite honestly like I I want to do a deeper dive into that on public miners being good for Bitcoin adoption because uh some people just invest in the stock because You look at any public mining stock in the past year, you're going parabolic. I know that people are going to see those charts and be like, Yes, I just want that stock because line go up. And I mean, granted, that's how I got into Bitcoin, and now I'm two steps away from being a certified electrician. Like, um, so I I don't know, I would like like to do a deeper dive on that. Electrician, can we stop talking about that now? Actually. (laughs) But yeah, no, I, I mean I'm I'm am I'm a geek on mining and of course that was that was one that I was wanting to watch anyway. Ended up being one that I didn't know that I needed to hear. It was so good. I, I'm gonna go back that was day two towards the end of Unconfiscatable Go to Tone Bayes. I think it's the very it. last one, right? Yeah, 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 right right before the QA. Um that was so hype. It was awesome
2: yeah i was kind of joking like I, I don't think tone realized that that was going to be like the best speech or the you know debate of the whole show and we were all sitting there like oh like tarantulas just like trolling you know ben's just going hard in the paint bob's just like hey respectfully this is what i'm seeing and man it was bob just- was
3: like the bob was like the, hey guys let, let's just vote that's fun. Like, and i mean it, don't get me wrong it wasn't like he it wasn't like hostile by any means but like When Ben and I would love to see Ben and Tarantula one on one.
2: Yeah, we gotta maybe do an IRL with them. them And and, and the
3: thing is, like, it was all very supportive. And they ended, Tarantula even said, like, there's competition in the market, obviously, but it's a brotherhood where everyone is helping everyone. Like, Bitcoin miners, public or private, they talk all the time, they ask questions, they do business with each other. Um, And I, I love being a part of it, honestly. Yeah. Love yeah.
4: it. Yeah, so, yeah Tatum kind of took my one as well. I mean, that was definitely the best debate. I mean, technically they went for like forty-five minutes and I think they extended slightly longer. I know Nico is trying to get someone to throw hands. Uh <laughs> completely joking, of course. There's no violence, but there's some really,
3: fight fight.
4: There's <laughs> there's there some real good debate about it. Uh is was a blast. So aside from that talk that I really, really enjoyed, um, uh, you know, just hanging out the debauchery of Vegas, that's the most Fiat city in the world. And if, you know, insane, insane stuff there, but great time. Nonetheless, great time hanging out with you, Opti and Tatum. Uh, highly recommend going to that conference. I know I w- didn't go to the carnivore dinner, but everyone was saying that was an incredible carnivore dinner that tone put together. Um, the scammies were hilarious. Actually. Oh, wait, actually, aside from talks, uh, I got the privilege of going to the scammies. Got to see Tatum shoot the shit with Huddle Tarantula uh, doing the Scammy Awards. I thought it was very well done. It was funny. Many drinks and laughs were had at the Scammy Awards. Uh, and then, yeah, the poker tournament, I didn't participate this year, but it was fun to watch and uh, see people c- compete to win Bitcoin.
2: Yeah, the scammies was actually way more fun than I thought it would be. That was just hilarious. I like. I even told Tone, I'm like, dude, you're a genius. The Scammy's Award was way too good. Like That was too much fun. But yeah, it's just... The funniest part is um, I hardly talked about Bitcoin per se, like off, you know, what what we were talking about with all all our guests to give you guys good content. But every conversation that I was having with people was kind of summed up in the idea like Bitcoiners have like this warrior DNA in us that like put our backs against the wall like we are here. We're going to change the world and there's nothing you can do to stop this train going. And you you get that feeling, <clears throat> excuse me, you get that feeling when you're hanging out with all your Bitcoin friends in these conferences that like, yo, everyone here, of course, you know, we're all self-incentivized to, to <laughs> live better, but we're all here and it's always the same type of feeling of like... Uh, We are changing this, whether they like it or not. And none of us are going to back down. And I just, I kept having the the same conversation about like, dude, Bitcoiners are actually warriors. And that's kind of why I always say the same thing, you know, get your mind right, get your body right, get your finances right. Like it's all in this. And even Ray Dalio said that said that today, like. You got to be economically fit. You got to be financially straight, or else you're going to get wrecked. And this is what this whole thing is about: making sure. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Dom. Chris is just dropping some some personal jokes and in, in the chat. Man, it's just it's so much fun. I had way too much fun with my Bitcoin friends. And you said something, and I say it all the time. Uh, I wasn't the one to create this. Shouts out to uh, Joe and Clancy Rogers from Bitcoin Mag. They they always say the same thing. It's like. You know, you said Vegas is like the biggest fiat city in the world. I could find myself hanging out in Vegas for a little bit, but it's so funny. Every time Bitcoiners get together, like we're very, very frugal with our money throughout the year. And then when Bitcoiners get together, it's just like, all right, let's party. Like, let's get <laughs> <to make> it right. <laughs> I, I,
3: I call it unconfiscatable, the most ironic conference, because it's in the most fiat city in the world and the most surveilled city in the world. Yeah, <laughs> for real, yeah Don't get me real. wrong, but it was great. It was great, but... And also, like, the, just a little side story. I say, like, yeah, we're the ones, like, we're, we're, we're doing the thing. We're, we're changing the world. I think back to me, Chris, Nico, and Opti trying to build a frame for the F. <laughs> it was the most ADIQ thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. It was awesome, though.
2: Hey, what, what were you saying too it's like uh we were having we because we didn't have the documentation and we we're all figuring it out and, and tatum looks at us and we're all just like kind of struggling he's like yep and these are the guys that are going to change the world like <laughs> for sure but
3: then we think we, 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 we like built it because like we did it guys we defeated the government
2: <laughs> so, good. so good well uh i had so much fun i'm still as you can tell i have lost my voice it was such a good time this is why you got to go and and i think we were having this conversation as well like you know me and tatum have gone back me and chris are longtime friends now uh me and tatum have gone back and forth and like i said jokingly in the beginning you know hung out tatum and instantly were like wait like are we brothers now like oh we're, Yo, we we're the boys? same type of person boys? are we boys Oh man, so yeah, we good. Are, is the answer. All right. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Anyways, uh, I did get some memes for you guys, but I'd like to tee up Tatum for a second because someone in the chat said, I miss Tatum's show. Well, uh, he did a lot of work this weekend, even though he could barely think for the first couple of days. Uh Tatum, what you got in the works, man? And shouts out to the best. Wait, wait, wait. Chris is gonna give me that stare, but I think uh, Tatum's producer might be the best producer in the game, bro. Shout, Carl shout might Carl. be the goat. Sharp, Carl the goat. Yeah,
3: Carl is uh quite literally I said this on I think it was probably in spaces, but um like he he's the reason that the show is actually like a thing. Like he he took my original video that I just like chopped up and that's all I did and then he ripped it from YouTube put some VFX on it. I was like, okay, now I feel like I can actually post this. And now he's working for me for free because I'm not getting money from it. But uh, no. Um, you know, sh- shout out.
4: Have- between two Asics looking for sponsors, you know, shout out. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, I still got to pay that domain. Don't email me, DM me on Twitter or something. Cause uh, I got to get that domain back anyway. Well, uh, um, <laughs> But we, we have, we, we filmed a couple episodes. I also still have some episodes from Miami. I had to go through a little bit of a a, a chill out, accidentally, unintentional break uh, whenever I moved. Um, but things are kind of getting back settled again, and uh, we got some hey big things coming soon, trademarked. Uh, but yeah, thank you for giving me a ton of plug. But uh, go subscribe to Tatum Turnup, and uh, also go watch all of my videos just in the background so I can monetize them. I'm <laughs> not there yet, so I would appreciate that.
2: Well, guys, can indeed confirm that Tatum does turn up, but hey, what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So we plead the fifth until next time. Let's get into the meme review because I know you guys have been yelling at me about the meme review. I know. I know. We're not going to nuke it completely, guys, but sometimes, sometimes we go a little long. So here we go. I got some memes for you guys. Actually, I got a solid one to start this off. Uh, I'm sure you know which one it is. Let's get into this. The
3: Daily Meme Review.
2: Alright guys, you know the deal. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Meme Review where you guys tag me in memes on Twitter at SimplyBitcoinTV. Actually, before I go on, I'm thinking... Um, if we do do the meme review less then like Friday will be the best of the week memes. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of working through on how we can do this correctly so that we can probably, I'm, I'm taking the Friday show. I'll do the meme review no matter what. It'll always be on the Friday show. I'm just still working on how to do this correctly. Anyways, this is the meme review where you tag me in memes, simply Bitcoin TV, or drop them in our telegram group, t.me slash simply Bitcoin TV. Memes are the bullets. Wait, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information more and it's upon us as individuals to spread the Bitcoin signal, wake up our friends and family. And of course, make some funnies to keep your heads, wait, friends heads in the game. All right. Well, uh, apparently, you know, Tatum got too turned up and, uh, Opti, Opti turned up in the vest. I was walking around looking like Nico security over here and, uh, T- from our, Telegram group just goes, time to play at Tatum turn up. And we got Tatum here in his suit with yellow. And oh, wait, did you post that yellow video? The 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 one Which where
3: I posted a lot of yellow content.
2: At the scammies, the one the very last I think it's probably the last one where you're like uh you may or may not have beat up yellow. Oh no, I didn't post that yet. Oh. <laughs> I was so bad. I'm going to edit that and
3: post that today. I'll post that today.
2: Oh, my God. Anyways, this is the Undertaker meme where we have T- uh, Tatum in the front, and then we have Opti in the back as Opti turns up. Okay, next one. Shouts out to my boy, Ben Justman, uh, a.k.a. the Bitcoin wine guy even though he like never wants to talk about wine, he just wants to talk about Bitcoin and entrepreneurship. The absolute goat, love him. We even got to drink some of his delicious wine. And he goes, every time I go on Simply Bitcoin TV and Opti asks how my business is going, we have one of those giant wine glasses and it says Peony Lane, and then we have Bitcoiners just chugging it and it's overflowing everywhere. Shouts out to Ben. Go support Bitcoiners and get some wine. It's absolutely delicious. This next one is by the BTC therapist. And goes, thank you, Satoshi, hashtag Bitcoin. And after a moment like this weekend where you hang out with Bitcoiners, all you really want to do is just thank Satoshi for bringing us all together. I remember when I was, uh, for lack of a better term, lost in the wilderness, thought I was absolutely regarded and I thought I was the crazy one. And yet... I go to a conference, hang out with people like Chris and Tatum and everyone else, and I realize, no, everyone else is the one that doesn't get how this works. Anyways, we have the interstellar meme here, you know, Matthew McConaughey crying, goes, when you realize that Satoshi sacrificed everything for humanity, And you just cry and thank and realize, this is the way, guys. I know we're going to win. Bitcoin is winning. Bitcoin incentives are pure. All you have to do is continue to stack, continue to spread the signal, and continue to take Bitcoin into custody. This next meme is by Maxi's Club. And we got a Bitcoin in here. And it goes, how it started. I'm going to put all my money into Bitcoin. And then your friends and family go, it's a scam. No, Bitcoin is dead. And you're grandpa goes it's rat poison and then you go how's it going and you can see the bored bitcoiner just so tired of it all now and he goes you know the girl wants to be his girlfriend you want to go out and a friend or brother so this is a good time to buy bitcoin and then your grandpa hodl. and it's just like man uh wait, wait it happens wait, wait. every cycle
3: girlfriends? girlfriends is it finally girlfriend. time
2: i think it's time i think we're I think we're out here with time. Anyways, the next one is Plan Marcus, and he goes, guilty. And we got the classic, you know, guy on a bike meme where he puts a rod in his spoke, and he goes, I hate shitcoin marketing. And then you, quote, tweet the shitcoin influencers' bad takes, and then you eventually cause an alt season because you are giving them cover. Guys, just ignore the shitcoiners you know, like all they want is the attention. If you ignore them, you literally demonetize them on Twitter. Stop giving them your attention. You are literally paying them. It's so simple. Anyways, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat as we cover hours live. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get one up yet. So maybe, maybe Tatum, I know Tatum has one already. So Tatum, what's your meme review score?
3: My meme review score today is a what's minor P two 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 C power supply. That's
2: about it. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, Chris, what is your meme review score? Actually, it better be the meme review score.
4: I mean, it's got to be. You know, the the <laughs> best. I mean, I took it. So what up,
2: ladies? Damn, and and not a. I don't know if you guys know, but there is a very huge height difference here, and Chris somehow. <laughs> Took the vest, incredible, incredible. All right, guys. My meme review score. I don't think I've ever done this. Is uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, staple. Staple remover. Staple remover. There we go. All right, guys. Hopefully you drop some meme reviews in the chat. Uh, but before we go on, you guys have been yelling at me about like, oh, we gave you guys hoodies during the summertime. Well, it is hoodie season now. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a shirt. Go to simplybitcoin.com. Stay in the QR code. It really means a lot. You're supporting us. We have a huge team. We're doing our best to stay as independent as possible. We're trying to make sure everyone is getting a working, living wage at Simply Bitcoin so we can do this for you guys every single day. And we pay attention to the details. Shouts out to every single one of you guys that has gotten either a hoodie or a shirt and has shown love and told us that, man, the quality is so good and you love it. We're going to give you some more. I was talking with the Bitcoin artist uh, we're trying to finalize a few last little tweaks to the merch. I will get you the hats. I talked to Sophie. we have uh, you know women sizes, women cuts so that you don't just feel like you're wearing your boyfriend's shirt, make it feel you know something that you actually want to wear. anyways, let's get to the meme review score because I think we have some in here. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yes, we got some. All right. First one. Pottle, my meme score memes daily for the stackers okay uh toxic sophie score bitcoin summer on the french riviera coming october 31st 2024 yes yes exactly uh elaine lowell score meme withdrawal pain and suffering among maxis uh mw meetings scheduled across the country meme's drink coffee smoke something Pass memes back and forth oh man okay all right uh let me see let me go down uh jay thoreau my meme review score is this meal i'm buying at dona Silvia's with bitcoin here in berlin el salvador viva bitcoin country let's go uh no we we we're if you're willing to pay the extra shipping, we will ship everywhere around the world, but as of now, we're only in the U.S. So, let us know. Shape D- me in the DMs and we can figure that out. Uh, dog 18 I give those memes. Five SB meme Fridays, okay. Phil C, I give these memes. Jay Thoreau living the life in El Salvador. Justin Griffin, I give the memes. Tatum's badass explanation of how mining works when he was on stage at Nostrica. Let's go. Okay. Memes. Uh, xx memes ray dalio is a bitcoiner uh maybe May we we won't ever know okay let's see all right uh rumble meme scores do we have any no we don't all right everyone's falling off on the meme review score all right it's not that we ran out of memes it's the buzzer all right tatum thanks for showing up man where can people find you when is this simply bitcoin between two asics gonna drop bro I may or may not get canceled from it. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I was about to say that. I
2: got to do <laughs> a lot of editing first. It may not um, be able to be released.
3: Might, might have to paywall it or something. Yeah, uh, definitely paywall. But, no, uh, find me on YouTube, Tatum Turnup, uh, Twitter, Tatum Turnup, Nostra. Uh, so I actually removed my Nostra address because of an idiot. Um, but just look up Tatey Waity, T A T E Y W A T E Y. <laughs>
2: Don't ask. It's wait, wait. What's the meme him? you were saying all weekend? <laughs> Tatey, lady. some saucy, needs, saucy wass. Oh, my God. When he gets hungry, that's what he says. Incredible. Well, Tatum, I can't wait to do it again. Hopefully see you Absolutely. soon, bro. It was a great, great time. And, and uh, you know. Maybe we'll bring you on the show more often, not just a special, unconfiscatable one, you know? Maybe he'll be a co-host more often. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, Tatum, kick back for a moment as I roll this one out. Chris, a the one and only. Friend, snuggler, I don't know, stacker. I, I forget what you're saying. Big Thanks coiner. for showing up. Bitcoiner. Thanks for hanging out with us, bro. It's always fun. Uh, you always make me look good when you're on the show. So, Chris, uh, where do you want people to check out?
4: uh chris salamo six on twitter chris salamo on Noster. uh you know always pleasure hanging out with you opti at conferences and in real life uh you know even though we give tatum shit he definitely turns up and turns out at (laughs) conferences i may have his jacket but always down to hang out with him um so thanks opti always a pleasure being here and uh love you brother
2: you later. as well, bro. You as well, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Guys, uh, Tatum may or may not have turned up, but I'm pretty sure everyone turned up. This is why you go to these conferences. It's uh, I, know, I know you guys complain about the prices, but you go to hang out with your brothers in arms and share special memories, man. This is what it's all about. Anyways, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We will be back tomorrow with our normal show. Nico will be back tomorrow. He is technically on his honeymoon as we speak, even though he popped in one of our meetings earlier. So we'll be back tomorrow uh, for whatever reason. If it happens to be that he is busy, then your boy will host a show. As you can tell, I'm back at my parents' house. I'll be here too about Christmas. So... We keep the show going for you guys. We love you guys. We appreciate all the support. And, you know, tune in, share, spread all the good content. We love you guys. I'll see you on the flip side. This has been your boy Opti. Peace out.